Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Welcome back, guys. This is Lisa Bilyeu here, and you are listening to part two of this extremely powerful episode with the country's top attorney in narcissistic negotiations, Rebecca Zhang. Now, in part one, Rebecca actually started to reveal her most effective strategies for manipulating the manipulator in an ethical way, of course. And in part two of this incredible episode, we're getting a real-world glimpse into navigating professional and personal toxic relationships with narcissists. We're continuing the conversation today with ways to respond if the narcissist is playing dirty and using your vulnerability against you. We also go over the key to beating narcissistic power and making them shrink in any situation so that you don't end up shrinking yourself. And guys, the story you tell yourself in all of this can actually be the kiss of death or the kiss of life, as in it can actually become your superpower. The choice is yours, my homie. Now, by the end of this episode, you're going to recognize the forms of toxicity and actual bullcrap trying to invade your home life and your career. My hope for you and this episode is that you actually are able to become that little bit stronger and a whole lot wiser and even more freaking badass than you were yesterday. And without further ado, let's dive in with the attorney, Rebecca Zung. We do want to be validated. And when you've gone through so much crap, whether it's a relationship for personal or business, you find at the end like, oh, if I just get the closure now, I can move on. But if that isn't possible with somebody who is a narcissist, I think it's so it's it's very wise to just know that because now you're not wasting your energy. And now maybe you can find ways that you can get closure in other ways in your own validation, right? And moving on and working, you know, moving past that, um, really then building back your self-esteem. But if you're always holding on to, I just want them to say they're sorry. I just want this closure. You know, it it can really keep you stuck. So I love those four Fs. They're so freaking powerful. Yeah, I mean, you just have to think of it in this way. A person cannot give you something that they don't have. You know, I, 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 re- I remember reading a story that Wayne Dyer had, had said one time about like going to a fruit stand or something. And it's like asking for, uh, like, I don't know, oranges or something. And then, oh, but they don't sell oranges at that fruit stand. You know, it's like <laughs> yeah. asking for a person to give you oranges and they don't have them. Yeah. You know, like they just don't have the ability to give you that you know they just don't have it yeah they were banana stand they were banana stand yeah <laughs> they just don't have the ability to give you yeah because they don't they don't they feel empty inside so they're they, they can't even give themselves that kind mm-hmm. of acknowledgement or feeling of, of value so they're certainly not going to give it to you yeah and understanding that i think is really important again for you to be able to move on yeah um okay and so the words that you recommend do not say to a narcissist, or if you do it, they're just going to destroy them, yeah. the narcissist. And then there's a, I assume, a big possibility of a lashback. Mm. Um, so you say, um, do not tell a narcissist, like, I'm disappointed in you, or it's your fault, or yeah. I'm busy, and I don't believe you, or goodbye. Yeah, I mean, you're not getting anywhere with that. I mean, and especially if you're trying to get to a resolution and you're trying to get... Mm out of this thing in a way that's, you know, um, to a place of resolution and be done, you know, be strategic. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Um, And so what words can you expect them to say to you as you start to navigate out of this, as you, like, again, going back to the anticipation, um, because I think that it's important to, I don't want to say put the armor on, but maybe just have your shield that you can protect yourself um, mm. for when they come at you, that it doesn't just then break you. Yeah, I mean, y- you can expect them to say anything that they can to try to trigger you. 
I mean, so and, and depending on how well they know you, I mean, if they are, if they've been in a personal relationship with you and they know your Achilles heel, they're going to say the worst things that they possibly can. So you've got to just be prepared to go, wow, okay, that's interesting feedback. Never defend yourself Never explain, never justify, never overshare. I always say, talk to them like you're reporting the news, you know, as as little as possible. You don't need to defend yourself and, and go line by line by line. You know, you can just pick out the things you need to respond to and just respond to those. You know, I'm in receipt of your email. I will see you on Wednesday at three o'clock. But what if they do threaten like... So when it's a business, I actually can understand, right? Like, okay, you have to separate yourself, do it over email. But when it's something very personal, right? Let's say it's been a partner and they just know your vulnerabilities. They know your triggers, like the deep-seated wounds that you've had from childhood that you've maybe told one person in your life and it's them. And they come to you being like, hey, I'm going to use this. Like, you know, that thing that you don't want me to tell anyone, I'm going to tell the whole world. How do you work through that? How do you almost defend? I assume like you don't want to necessarily engage too much. But yeah, how would you handle that situation? I mean, that's why I say don't defend yourself, because if you defend yourself, then they're going to be like, oh, I know there. I just I just they want you to defend that. It's, it's a sign to them that you actually are very worried. Right. That they have still have the power over you. Right. Got it. Yeah. Oh, there's a thing. I found the thing. Yeah. They're going to run with that. And just remember that, you know, all that stuff, that's not trial exhibits. I mean, that's not, you know, those aren't things that they can, you know, if you, if you play into that, then, then they know they have you and now you're in it. Now you're in the mud. Now you're, now you're there, you know? I mean, so I would stay as, brief as possible. Brevity is key because they hate that. I mean, you know, it's so funny. We used to have, you know, back when I was still practicing law, there was this attorney that I would, uh, you know, I was friends with and we all used to like laugh about him because he actually, you know, used to write entire, you know, people would write letters to him and then he would actually use a a piece of stationery from his firm, dear so-and-so, no, and then sign his name to it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, and it was so powerful, you know, to to respond back that way. And like, it's so powerful to do that. Okay, but you actually said it's not a trial exhibit. Assume they have something on you. And let's say like in court, right, where it's like, oh, now they've got this something of you, photo, email, something you've written, something that whatever, and they're going to put it in court, which even if it's not court, inside your head, let's say the court is your friends, your family, like they actually have the proof. How do you advise your clients? Because I'm sure they're just shit scared about this coming out, everyone's seeing it, the judge, the jury, their friends, everyone at home. Um, How do you talk them through not defending you know, if it does come out? I mean, what I would do if, I, if I'm if i in court and I'm having to defend my client with something mm-hmm. like that, the way I would always handle that what would be like, you know, you're gonna, going to see this, da-da-da-da-da, you know, and um, I, I would right out of the gate, like handle it before they get to say anything about it. And then I would control that narrative, you know, so like my client one time, when I had a client who had slashed my my the, the wife's tires or something, and so I would say, you know, you're going to hear about how my client had slashed the wife's tires, and da 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 da. And so I had my client testify to it. What happened? Mm. You know, why did you do it? So it just completely took the the thunder away. Control the narrative. Don't mm. don't don't run from it. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's powerful. That's super powerful. Okay, before we move into the why, is there anything else we need to know about the anticipation? 
I mean, just the main thing is this is where you're going to, you know, I say step one, don't run. Step two, make a U-turn. Step three, break free. Oh, yes. Thank you. We never actually finished Yeah. That. I mean, this is where, I mean, it kind of these, th- those three steps go with the SL and A and Y mm-hmm. in the sense that you are, I, I call it course correcting. Mm-hmm. You know, you're riding the ship, you're turning it all around. And so the, the steps kind of go with that. And, and as you're building your strategy and your leverage, you're also turning it around and you're, you're, you're starting to say, okay, at what point am I going to start presenting my arguments and, and, and weighing my risks and determining, you know, uh, how can I start being ready to, um, actually speak to this person and feel prepared to feel powerful, you know, and anticipating is also, where am I going to do the negotiations? Is it their turf? Is it mine? What am I actually going to wear? How, what does my body language look like? What kind of clothing color, you know, am I going to, you know, how does that impact my, my mental state? You know, because body language can also be, reading my body language, you know, reading their body language. There's so much that goes into all of that, but you know, a, a, a can be a lot of different things, but I want to know. (laughs) So let's go down that. So who's tough? Well, there's a lot that goes into that because home field advantage is a, is a thing, right? Mm -hmm. But there's a power dynamic that also says, you know what, your turf, you know, because I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid to come to you. I'm not afraid to come to your lawyer's office, or I'm not afraid to come to your your office if it's a professional situation, right? And then by coming to your office, I can also read what's going on in your room. I can also see what's happening in your office. I can I can get some stuff that's happening over there. I can pick up some things by being in your turf too. So there's a lot of things that you get from being in in the other person's turf. And if the person, um, the narcissist, let's just say in this situation, comes to your turf, does it also though open up uh, their ability to disrupt it? Potentially, yeah. Because then that almost becomes another power dynamic, right? I'm in your turf and I'm still going to run I'm in your turf. I didn't show up, Uh you know, that sort of thing too. Okay. Um, body language. So as you were talking, literally There's like so had, much with body language. Yeah. Tell that's, me that's, that's a whole other thing. I actually have a whole course on. Oh my God. Do you language. really? Yes. Cause I literally had a whole flash and I was like, okay, if you're meeting with the person, you don't want to be like all, you know, like hunched over no. and look powerless. And you've got the Wonder Woman stuff. That's actually a thing with body language, like standing powerfully like that. Right. But yes, but a part of me wonders, would that trigger them more? Because they're like, oh my God, you know, like, would that almost allow, uh, f- trigger the narcissist to then want to uh, overpower you because you're coming in with strength? Authentic power always trumps their fake power. Standing in your power, knowing who you are, the way you walk in, just your air, your confidence is just, they will shrink from that. I mean, truly, just knowing who you are is, there's just something about that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they will feel that and they will sense that. But, you know, sticking out your hand, shaking their hand, using their name, you know, looking them in the eye and wearing something that makes you feel like a million bucks wearing a, a color that makes you feel good. You know, there's there's something powerful about that. Now, of course, if there's a domestic violence situation, sure. you know, I'm not, but, you know, I think there's there's something to be said for all of that. And thank you actually for giving that context. So a lot of what we're talking about is assuming that you're not in a very uh, physical violence uh, relationship, because I think that a lot of what we're talking about won't apply to that specific situation. Right. Um, but the, the hand thing and the look in the eye and saying their name, dude, like this is the shit that I freaking love. Because again, when 
the emotion that you're going through when you feel like you've been manipulated and especially when it's been a long time, like if it's been years and years or you feel like it's a business partner that you've like really trusted with your, you know, whole being and you've let them into your life and you share finances. I mean, like you have a vision together and you build something like that's really intimate. And so in those moments where it's just, I just want to say, that's a heartbreak, right? Where you find yourself in a situation where like the, the you actually see that the wolf is just in sheep's clothing it can be heartbreaking. I've been through that, especially in business. And it is actually heartbreaking because I wear my heart on my sleeve, even in business. And so once you've got that emotion and you're trying to do this breakup, it's very hard to not bring that emotion into it. And so I'm, that's why I love tactics like that, where it's, you know, look them in the eye, shake their hand, you know, don't be a demure, like with your, you know, hunched over. Um, and then wearing the clothes that make you feel powerful. Cause when you said like, what colors are you going to wear? I was like, oh shit. Like I never even considered that. There's a whole thing on clothing color psychology. Like, Mm. yeah, I mean a whole thing. And you know, and if you feel like you want to like scream in the shower beforehand or vomit or whatever, but you know, like cry in your pillow behind, you know, do it all after. Go to a class. You do it after or whatever beforehand, (laughs) you know, and, and in my new, um, I, I have this master high conflict certification course. Like I teach people how to do tapping and, you know, somatic breathing and things like that to help you feel better while you're, you know, to get through this. But during those moments, you be in your power. Mm. You stand in your power. Do not let that person see you sweat. Yeah. You know, you stand in your power. That's so powerful. Um, okay, so now let's go to the why. Yes. So the why is really two parts. The first part is being on the offensive. So a lot of times when you are in negotiating, you don't, a lot of people don't start off on the offensive position. They feel like, oh, I, you know, I don't want to fight. I want this to be amicable. But that's reasonable person thinking, <laughs> right? I, I just explained the physiology of their brain. With a narcissist, you're either for them or against them. And if you're against them, you're public enemy number one. And so you're not getting that. Even if they say to you, oh, yeah, I don't want to fight either. That's not what's happening. And so you end up behind. You end up behind, you know, because they they are behind the scenes doing things, lining things up against you. And then you're on the defensive, right? So you have to stay on the offensive. You have to. If you don't want to fight, you want to, you want a good resolution. You want, you want to come to a reasonable position. You have to stay on the offensive. You have to. Um, so that's you on the offensive. And then the other part is the a hundred percent of your, of winning is your mindset. You know, I, I used to say 80%, but then Bob Proctor. Um, he, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 it's 100. He, he corrected me. And I was like, you know what? You are so correct. <laughs> it is 100% of, of winning is your, is your mindset. And, you know, if you don't believe you can win, no one can help you. No one can help you. You know, you don't need like a good attorney. You don't need this. That, that is all giving your power away. You know, you need to just believe that you can do it. You can do it. I mean, it, it, you have the power. You know, what you think you become. I want to go back actually to what you were saying about the offense thing. So how do you become an offense? Like how, what, what do those acts look like? Um, because my personal natural inclination is absolutely to go on the defense. Yeah, it means come right out of the gate doing whatever you need to to take care of yourself don't go well you know i i i'm i'm going to wait and see what happens or i'm going to not play be the bad guy i don't want to i don't want to fight you know so it might be different for whatever situation you're in but you know File whatever you need to file in court or take care of yourself, you know, whatever it needs to be. Don't hang back. That's my point. 
What if they start to threaten you, though, with things like, so for kids, right? I think that that's a big one in especially marriages. Yeah, it's usually a bunch of crap. I mean, you know, every time I've had those conversations with people, oh, you know, you're never going to see your kids again. You're not going to get the house and whatever. It's That's just crap. I mean, the law is the law. When you're working really hard to build the freaking amazing life and career that you want, it's sadly really easy to push your health needs to the back burner. And guys, listen, I totally get it because not all that long ago, that was me. I put everything into my business, everything into my goals and my family. And yep, I totally ignored my own health and wellness. And so I just learned the very hard way that putting your well-being first is actually the key to being a confident, unfreaking stoppable badass in everything that you do. So, my homie, put yourself first and get mentally and physically strong with Allo Moves, your go-to app for everything from meditation to yoga to strength training to hit and so much more. And I love how Allo Moves has such a wide variety of class types and levels to keep you motivated with whatever you need on your journey. No matter what your path is, it's time to make a move with Allo Moves. So right now, guys, you can go and get a free 30-day Allo Moves subscription by going to allomoves.com and use code WOI30. That's allo, A-L-O, moves.com, code WOI30 in all caps. Allomoves.com, code WOI30, all caps. What up, guys? Now I'm going to share something with you. I can sometimes have a tendency to overthink, question myself, and sometimes, or maybe very often, doubt the decisions I've made. And so my mind just starts spiralling round and around. Does that sound familiar? Well, let's face it, when it comes to hiring people on your team, the pressure to make the right choice, the right hire, and the right person is even bigger. The stakes are so freaking high, so you need to actually make sure that you have the right tools to help you find the right people so that your team can actually have clarity and work with utter confidence. And that's why, honestly, you've got to go check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn isn't just another job board. LinkedIn has a vast network of more than a billion, let me repeat that, a billion with a B, professionals, which makes it the best place to hire. It gives you access to professionals that you can't find anywhere else. And their simple tools make it so easy for you to filter candidates that actually have the skills and experience you are looking for, which saves you time. It's the one thing you're never going to get back is time. So hiring is easy when you have that many quality candidates. It's so easy, in fact, that 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. It's exactly why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. So guys, go check them out. LinkedIn jobs can actually help you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. So go and post your job for absolutely free, guys, at linkedin.com slash Lisa. Once again, guys, that's linkedin.com slash Lisa to post your job for utterly free. And of course, terms and conditions always apply. Mm. I actually met a woman that came up to me um, fairly recently, actually. And it was it was a heartbreaking and heartfelt story all at the same time. And she came up to me, she'd seen an episode with me and Dr. Ramani. And she said, thank you, you saved my life. And she realized that his diamond was the house. Mm. And so she he was threatening with the kids and he would threat, threaten to um, harm the children if she ever left. And what she realized was, oh, his diamond was just a house. So she was like, I didn't care about the house. So she just took her four kids, moved to this tiny little one-bedroom apartment. And she's like, I've never been happier. Oh. But to your point, though, it's like she could have fought that. Um, but kind of thinking about what you're looking for, going back to almost like the the strategy, like what is that end goal? Like what right. is the thing that you're actually looking for? Um, and then... In that moment, I think she probably processed, right, the defending of like, no, but I should keep the house. I should, right, the the kind of things that you think. Mm -hmm. Um, But then when she started to just weigh the risk versus the reward, she's like, the risk of losing the house versus the reward of never having to be emotionally abused again um, was her deciding factor for her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you should all over yourself, right? (laughs) You should, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, Is there anything else that we need to know about the why before we move on? Well, I mean, I always say like that you and you alone define your value. People will think what you tell them to think. And explain that actually, because I heard you say it's so powerful. Yeah. 
I had um, a situation one time where I was actually, I had been a lawyer for about eight years and then I had um, gone to work for um, Morgan Stanley for a little while as a, um, as a, a, a broker, you know, and I had an opportunity then to go back to practice law because a friend of mine was leaving the uh, area and she was like, you know, I, I have a small caseload and I'm willing to give them to you, my cases, if you want to start a practice. And I thought, well, you know, nobody's ever going to be dropping a practice in my lap ever. And this is my opportunity to start a, a law practice. Now, I was in Naples, Florida, which is a very affluent community at the time. And I thought, okay, uh, I'm going to do this. But I was so worried that the people of Naples, Florida, which is a small but affluent community, uh, were going to think I was such a flake. And so I was talking to my business coach and I said, oh, people in here are going to think I'm such a flake. First, she was a lawyer. Now she's a, a financial advisor. Now she's back to being a lawyer again. And I, and my business coach said, people will think what you tell them to think. She said, you can tell them to think that you're a flake or you can tell them to think that you are the only attorney in town that has a financial background. So therefore, you're actually more qualified than any other attorney, uh, family law attorney in town. So which story would you like to tell? And I was like, Maybe I'll tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. And within two years, I had one of the m most thriving family law practices in the state. And I was representing billionaires and celebrities. And I had a very, very thriving practice. And, you know, I was, um, you know, representing people who very clearly weren't going to be hiring a flake. Mm -hmm. But had I been apologetic and I'm sorry and showed up like, oh, I, I know I, I'm kind of a flake. I shouldn't have done that. You know, that's what people would have seen me because people will think what you tell them to think. But I chose to stand in my power and was like, I'm the only family law attorney that has this background. I'm more powerful. I'm more, th this is who I am. And so people came to me and was like, I'm hiring you because you have this, you know, so people will think what you tell them to think. Mm. I think that's so beautiful because even in that story I just told about that woman, right, leaving her husband, she could have told herself the story of like, I can't believe that I got myself into this situation. I've spent the last 30 years of my life being, you know, emotionally and physically abused. Um, but she didn't. Like when I spoke to her, her story was, I'm a badass that left that relationship. I was like, fuck you, woman. Like, and just thinking about, it's the same woman. It's the same freaking story. But the story she was telling herself before she found, you know, my content was the fact that she was, that she was stuck and that this was the life. And she even said, I thought that I made my bed and I had to sleep in it for the rest of my life. And then by just making that shift, she did it, right? It wasn't me. She made that shift. But then that shift then allowed her to feel so damn confident and powerful after having left that relationship. And I'm not saying it is easy. God, Jesus, I am not dismissing anybody's story. Um, but I do believe in the power of the mind. Like yes, you said, the 100%. mindset part of it. Yeah. And so if anyone's listening to want to try and overcome their experience, to overcome that hardship they've gone through, the toxic relationship, whether it's a partner or a business relationship, what is that story you're telling yourself? Because even myself, um, my ex, one of my business uh, people that I've been in business with, total narcissist. I mean, reading your book, it was literally like a script oh, no. of the narcissist. Like literally, ver freaking Baden woman. <laughs> oh, no. Like step by step. I was like, well, I wish I had this book because I would have spotted it. Well, if I had this book, I'd be like, hang on, it sounds like this, blah, blah, blah. Um, but I didn't have the book. And so I was always beating myself up going like, oh, my God, how did I like not see it coming? Yeah. I thought they were so charming. Um, but now I just give myself the grace and I, hey, look, you didn't know any different. So there's right. that. Um, and then the story that you tell yourself, right? It's like, oh, well, now I, I can see it. And now I'm more powerful for having been through that experience because yeah. now I can see the signs. Totally. And that's why I love doing these shows with people like yourself because it's it's so revealing. And right. again, we're in, like coming almost full circle of where we started. It was like, how do we take our power back? Right. Yeah. I mean, we take our power back by, first of all, 
education Mm -hmm. like this. And, you know, first of all, we say, okay, we get the education. Now we know. And then baby steps, baby steps and giving ourselves grace and saying, okay, we didn't know it's okay. And, and, but we can get out of this. And, you know, they, the narcissist by and large, they probably aren't going to get the help and support that they need. Because they don't think they need the help? Correct. But you can. Anybody who's listening, you can. You have the power. You can. Little by little, baby steps. I mean, there's so many thousands of people who've taken my courses who've said, you know, you saved my life, and they've been in horrible, horrible places. I know there's so many people who listen to you that have said, you've saved my life, who've been in horrible places. So there is hope, you know, little baby steps. You know, that's why I say step one, don't run. If the first step you take is just to say, my boundary today is I'm going to just start with disarming them by just saying, today, my boundary is I'm going to be spoken to with respect. And that's something you absolutely have the right to demand. You know, I say there are certain things that are negotiable and there's certain things that are not. You know what's negotiable? Contracts, issues, terms. You know what's not negotiable? Your self-worth, your self-respect, your self-esteem. Wow. That's so freaking powerful. So powerful. Um, you also, I love your freaking acronyms, by the way. You also have another one that's super useful um, that's cool. And so when times get heated, you can use the acronym COOL. You don't mind breaking that down. Yeah. So cool words is what I, I like to use, which is, um, which is C, chill out. So the first thing is when things get heated, you know, chill out. So take a breath, walk away. Go walk around the room, go walk outside, take a, you know, get some fresh air, go into nature if you need to, you know, uh, nature is so wonderful just to get in, you know, uh, get some fresh air. And, you know, I say box breathing is really, really good. Uh, You know, sometimes when we are Uh, in stress, we actually don't breathe enough. Mm. We breathe very, very shallow and it doesn't, we don't get enough oxygen into our bodies. So just chill out, take a breath, right? So the next thing is starting to observe their behavior. This is the O? Yeah, the O, the O for the cool. Um, So just observing their behavior, just, oh, I can see that you're upset. I can see that, you know, you're angry. Um, you know, that observing that, you know, observing it to them. Right. And then the next thing is observing the situation, you know, observing what's happening, just taking yourself out of it. Again, that third party thing, not taking it personally. Right. And then the, the next thing is the L letting their words go by you, you know, like, I always, I always picture it like dodgeball. When I was a kid, we, 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 we played dodgeball. So, um, you know, just like observe their words. Oh, there it goes. I just saw it, you know, um, and it just let it whiz by you. And then the words, the words part of it is something like a power word that it becomes your power word or, or words, mm-hmm. right? So it can be like, you know, um, you got this or powerful or, you know, whatever it is that is like your mantra or something like that. And you can actually write it out. You know, back when I was doing uh, trials, I used to actually have my power words. Like I would sort of like write it on the top of my, uh, yeah, yeah. I would put like, just like a P for power or powerful or something. I just don't remind myself who I was, you know, Mm. like, and I would just put it on the top of my trial notebook or something like that. I just look down and remind myself that I'm standing in my power today, you know, or so you, you can just have like a symbol if you don't want anybody to see, see it, but just reminding yourself who you are, you know, it could be a, a phrase. It could be, um, you know, 
I am, it could be an I am statement. You know, I'm a winner. I'm victorious. I am, you know, because whatever you, whatever follows I am is, you know, an order that you're placing to the universe and just start pivoting into that instead of, you know, they always get their way or, you know, I never, I never get my way. They're always winning, you know, things like that. Catch yourself when you're saying things like that, because those are all orders that you're placing to the universe. You know, I mean, instead of doing that pivot and say, I am powerful, I am victorious. And if that feels like too much, you can just pivot it into, you know, I am starting to see the light. I am starting to, things are starting to go my way or whatever. But I like the words of like, you know, powerful or winner or, um, you know, something where you can just put like a word or phrase that is going to feel like a mantra to you that you're like feeling powerful, you know, like I'm, I've got this. Yeah. When you're out there trying to build and grow your business, but you have so much going on in other areas of your life, be it with your family or your romantic partner or your homies, whatever else you've got going on, you need to be using the best tools available to save time and actually see growth in your company this year, right? And that's why, guys, I really recommend that you go and check out Shopify. Now, Shopify is an all-in-one global commerce platform that helps you sell every stage of your business, whether you're just starting out, selling badass necklaces online or scaling your high-end beauty products to physical stores. Shopify's got you covered, my homie, and their award-winning customer support is ready to help you at every step of your journey because let's face it, when you get stuck, you need help. Now, what I love about Shopify is that you can make the most of your time and sell more with less effort. Who doesn't love that? Now you actually have time for self-care, which let's face it, is super freaking important. Now, with this built-in AI and the internet's best converting checkout, you have everything you need to take your business to the next level. It's actually no surprise, guys, that Shopify powers 10% of all, all e-commerce in the US. That's insane. So sign up for only $1 a month trial period at shopify.com slash Lisa, all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash Lisa. Now grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash lisa there is so much confusing and conflicting information out there about what is a healthy diet right but my rule of thumb guys is that if you focus on eating high quality animal-based proteins rather than cheaper over-processed meals with a ton of junk ingredients with long words that you just can't pronounce then you'll immediately be surprised at how much better and how different you feel that absolutely is how it was for me, guys, when I was recovering from crippling stomach issues that I wasn't able to eat much at all. And then I found ButcherBox. It was amazing because I could finally eat meat that didn't make me feel sick or bloated or just hunched over in agony. And guys, I'm telling you, I've never looked back. I am their biggest, most avid fan. And that's because ButcherBox's unbelievable high standard qualities in their product is guaranteed. ButcherBox is a premium meat subscription service that delivers the highest quality meats and seafood ships directly to your door. Every month, you can let ButcherBox curate a box of high quality cuts for you, or you can actually customize, if you're like me and very picky, you can customize your box with the exact things and the cuts that you are looking for and prioritize your favorite stuff. So guys, it is actually easy to eat better this year with the best meat and seafood on the freaking planet delivered right to your door. And ButcherBox is right now offering our listeners, that's you guys, your choice of a weeknight meal essential, three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for absolutely free in every order for a year. Like, that's so insane. And I'm telling you, I'm so excited about this offer because I truly love the brand. Plus, actually, I got so excited, I forgot to tell you this. You get $20 off your first order. So just give it a try. Click the link in the show notes or go to butcherbox.com slash W-O-I and use code W-O-I to choose your free offer and get $20 off your order right now. I love that so much. I love just even the P. I um I just have alarms on my phone with like little emojis, like little muscle emoji. Like, yeah. Like, Come on, you got this, Lisa. Yeah. yeah. You um, go, girl. <laughs> so let's say you do all this work. The power of a narcissist though is to then lure you back. Mm-hmm. 
So you go through it and then you think, okay, maybe I'm out. But then they do the cycle back again. So they do the love bombing again. And then you, uh, the next stage is the devalue stage. Mm-hmm. And you actually talk about the three Ds that go with the devalue stage. And I, f- Again, you're freaking, the way you break this down is so uh, just beautiful to remember as well. So that anytime people are finding this, like as they're getting out, because you're building your confidence all along the way. And then they kind of come back at you with a love bombing. Um, and then the cycle begins again. But you were talking about the three Ds and you say it's devalue, debasing and degrading. Yeah. Um, take me through those three, if you don't mind. Well, I mean, those are just examples of, of, things that they do during the devaluing stage. I mean, it's just, you know, you start to see who they really are during that stage. You know, you start to see these red flags during that stage where things are not lining up, where things are not what you thought that they were going to be. Mm-hmm. And so it could be in a number of different ways. Now, all of a sudden, you know, where you went from, 50 text messages a day to, uh, why, why are you bothering me? You know, I'm so busy at work. You know that I'm busy. Why, why, why are you, you're, you're such, you're, you're clinging on to me, you know? Um, and I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to see you this weekend. Um, you know, uh, you know, um, that, that sort of thing, you know? Actually, as you're saying that, do you mind sharing that story about the woman that went to China? Because this is exactly like in business. Especially. Oh, yeah. that I actually coached her. That was in a really, really interesting situation where she was in a uh, like a Fortune 20 company over here or something. And she was a CFO and had gone to like a, a Ivy League school over here. Mm-hmm. And they this company in China that was based in Hong Kong, actually wooed her to come over and told her that she would be CEO of China. And he wooed her over and told her that she could have anything she wanted as far as running the, the Chinese part of the company and that she could even have like the all these women's initiatives and things like that that she wanted to be able to have. And, and brought her over several times and said that, um, she was going to be able to do all these different things in the company. So that's the love bombing stage. Love bombing stage. And, uh, she was really not looking to leave her other company, but he really made it so that she couldn't say no. So she signed a contract and, her husband moved with her. She gets there and first week, there's no office really for her. They are like moving boxes out of this office. And there, she's basically told that she's not going to start with her new position right away. Now they start paying her the salary, but she's told that she's not going to start with her new position right away. And that this guy who's the son of this billionaire family doesn't even really have time to meet with her immediately. And so like two weeks goes by and she's like not even on the website yet. And she can't get in to meet with the guy. And then she starts being told that she's difficult because she's trying to meet with the guy and and that now it's being documented that she's difficult and all this crazy stuff is happening and you know and that's the devalue stage yeah you're emailing me too much you're being difficult yeah and she still isn't in this position that she's being been told that she's supposed to get she's being paid the salary so she's getting the money but she's not getting the position. And, but yet she's now being documented in her file that she's a problem. And um, so she ended up contacting me to say, hey, this guy's a massive narcissist. Like, what the hell do I do? Whether you're in business or not, that story really hit me because 
it seemed like she did everything right. She did everything yeah, right. Like going to China multiple times, having a contract, and so then to then find yourself in that position. A, I thank you for telling me the sto- uh, telling everyone the story because I again want people to hear that it doesn't matter where you are, who you are. Like it can happen to almost pretty much anybody. Yeah. And so this woman is like highly educated and she did everything like on paper, exactly what you would, I would tell somebody, well, go check out the place first. Don't just say yes. Make sure the contract is airtight. Um, and so even in a relationship with someone's like, you know, it feel, felt like they were the right person. They were telling me they loved me. They introduced me to their parents. And then like a year later, you find out actually they're married with kids. Yeah. And then you start beating yourself up over how did I not see this coming? How did I end up here? Um, how did she process that? And then in hindsight, what would you have done differently? I mean, in that particular situation, I don't know. I mean, she did everything right. I mean, I guess she ended up negotiating something through lawyers and she ended up getting out of it. And she ended up starting her own business, by the way, where she ha- she's helping women executives oh, and things amazing. like that. amazing. Yeah. I mean, so she's, it ended up fine for yeah. her, but, you know, she But she went, found, found value, though, in that situation by did. using it to then help others. She, she did. I mean, but she went through hell, of course. you know, um, I, I, you know, but... She sure knows the signs of narcissism now. Mm. And that's in the language and the things they use. So like almost identifying it in the love bombing stage. Like Mm -hmm. if someone is too over the top Mm -hmm. and it's like, here's the problem though. When you feel badly about yourself, like I'm just going to speak for myself and the insecurity comes and someone's like, oh my God, you're amazing. You're like, ha You know, like it makes you feel good about yourself. So it's very hard to go like, is this fake? And like, hang on a minute. Are they, you know, are they just trying to manipulate me? Like you don't want someone to be so standard offish but at the same time identifying the love bombing and then realizing or um, breaking it down to say is this like warranted like how do they know I'm this good well if somebody is too good to be true and you know just too much too fast too overwhelming and then when you start to see these red flags they always have because you do see the red flags right at the beginning you do but they always have sort of an excuse for them, like a, 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 a like a, some kind of something to say about it right at the ready. Mm-hmm. Like there's, you know, and it, they, they kind of like dismiss it and they have like something to be able to say, you know, like, oh, you know, let's, uh, let's not look, let's not look at that. Let's not, let's not, um, think about that. Like everything else is so great. You know, I mean, I saw red flags right at the beginning in my business situation and I did even say something about it, but you know, to somebody else, no, no, to the person. Oh, what did you say? Well, I mean, you know, I saw that there was some copying of me on, Mm -hmm. on her website, you know, of things that I was already doing. And I did say something to her. And she was like, oh, no, no, I know, I know. I had already said something to my husband about that. And I'm not going to do that or whatever. And and it's like you just want to believe in the good. You want to believe in the good about people. You know, I just think that we want to believe that people are inherently good. Or we want, like, I think in that moment, you want what you want with that person. You you want to have a relationship with that person in that moment. And you think it's going to be so good. And so you don't you don't want to believe that that red flag is is what it is. And so you kind of turn that red flag pink or whatever it is and you kind of dismiss it away. You bat it away yourself. And I think that I would never do that again myself. Yeah. Oh my God, you have literally dropped so many tactical bombs in this episode. Where can people find you? And then even more amazing stuff in your book. Yes. So my book is Slay the Bully, How to Negotiate with a Narcissist and Win, which you can get at slaythebully.com and everywhere. And then um, my YouTube channel is uh, Rebecca Zung ESQ. And then um, my Instagram is Rebecca Zung and, you know, my website of course is that is that too so thank you working to be confident and freaking badass can be very difficult 
Now, I get it, guys. I get it. Kicking ass and taking names takes energy. But when it comes to micronutrients, you're like, wait, how much vitamin B do I need? It can be a daily freaking struggle to figure out and meet that perfect nutrition balance that you need to feel strong, focused and energized, which, of course, are all the things you need to become a freaking confident badass. So it's time to arm your body with every nutrient it absolutely deserves with AG1. Now, if you're a long-time listener, you might know that I've actually been supporting AG1 for many years now. And that's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. So if you want to take ownership of your life, that actually means you have to take ownership over your health. And it all starts, guys, with AG1. So, guys, go and try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go now to drinkag1.com slash Lisa. That's drinkag1.com slash Lisa. Go check it out. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. What up, my homie? First, I just want to actually thank you. Like from the bottom of my heart, sincerely, absolutely thank you for your support, your support for me, your support for the show, Women of Impact. Like you have no actual idea how much this really means to me when I had that original vision of what I wanted to do and no one was listening. So thank you. Thank you for being here and actually supporting other women along this journey. And I'm going to be honest, if you actually want to level up your confidence game, my homie, then check out Women of Impact's subscription channel. It's specifically designed to help you in every aspect that you're looking for. Now, here's what you get. You get new episodes delivered ad-free. You get exclusive access to listen to Women of Impact roundtable discussions, weekly motivation, previously unreleased episodes, and that's just the beginning. Subscriber only access to an additional four podcasts with hundreds of archived Women of Impact episodes meticulously, meticulously curated into theme playlists and updated weekly so that you get the dose that you need. So if you're looking to boost your confidence, then go and check out the Get Confidence playlist. If you want to repair, heal or start a relationship, then go check out Love Lab. And if you're wondering how you get your health back on track so that you can keep showing up to have the confidence that you're looking for, then go check out Health Hub. And of course, this wouldn't be complete without my weekly boost of mini motivations from moi. That's right. It will have you strutting down the street with your head held high, feeling like a freaking badass. And guess what the playlist is called? the badass boost of course so guys don't settle for mediocrity when you can absolutely be extraordinary so guys subscribe to women of impact channel today on apple Podcasts or supercast but no matter where you're listening guys whether it's apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music or any other platform make sure you're following so you don't miss out on other episodes and don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on this episode our incredible sponsors and upcoming events